0: Behind the baller, my life is more than money and jewelry. My stories so crazy, dog. I said make a movie. Behind the baller, I went from playing sports to exotic lips. Ain't gotta tell me, dog. I know i the shit. Behind the baller, my life is more than money and jewelry. My stories so crazy, dog. I said make a movie. Behind the baller, I went from music Zach to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home at last. Behind the baller. Yo yo yo, what's going on, man? You are tuned into Behind the Baller. This is episode 28. Yo, some of you motherfuckers, man, hit me up. Listen, you you don't even realize how difficult it is to do two podcasts a week. Alright, motherfuckers is like, yo, we need three, we need four. First of all, it's it's a decent amount of you guys, and I appreciate it. Um, most big podcasters who've been in the game for a long time, they do one. Some do two. It's like Mike Tyson, he might do one every five weeks or so. This shit is no joke. Now that I've been doing this for this long, I realize consistency is key. I'm real consistent. I'm super punctual. If you know me in person, I fucking hate being late anywhere. I'm always early everywhere I go. I'm not trying to be cool or nothing. Just like fuck it. You know, I've just always been serious about time. And with that said, consistency is just such a big fucking thing with me. It, it's just, you know, and even how crazy and All over the fucking place I am, that's consistent with me because I'm always going to be crazy. So, episode 28, we are, you know, we drop every single Monday and Thursday. Monday at 12 p.m. noon Pacific time, Thursday, 9 a.m. Pacific time. Now, we are working on the video situation, but building out a studio, it's going to take some time. Might be January, might be next month. I'm not sure, but we're going to get this shit going. And I'd like to quote, a very wise man. I think he hails from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm not exactly sure. He goes by the name Sean P. And the quote of his is If you don't give a damn, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, anyways, man, I'll get right into it. Uh, So, my wife has been in Europe for about a week now. She's been gone. So, you know, I pick up the kids, take them to school fucking 7 30 boom school pick them up every day and you know it's just something i've been doing but because i've been traveling so much i was like you know my wife should enjoy some time have some time in paris and in berlin and shit and so the kids haven't got out as much as i'd like them to but you know they're not complaining they're having fun you know we have a great home and everything is cool and we take walks around the neighborhood and you know ride bikes and everything else but i've had to manage my meetings a certain way because You know, you drop off the kids, boom. All right, I got to get my day started early. Some people aren't ready to get started that early. So I get my day started maybe at 10.30. And then it's like, all right, I got to, you know, wrap that shit up by two o'clock, I got to head back, pick up the kids. Then after that, it's like traffic. So, you know, I just got to manage my time and everything. Um, Speaking of being a dad and everything else, shout out to another rad dad who's also OG homie of mine. Every time I see an old school fucking Maserati, it just it just trips me out because it just, that shit cracks me up. But uh, Scott Disick, man, he came by the shop. I've known Scott before um, before the show even started, before Keeping With The Kardashians started. And uh, Scott's always been, uh, Scott's down with a lot of my OG New York homies. He's been in a jewelry for a long time. Super fucking smart hustler, dude. Um, I haven't watched Flip It Like Disick yet, but he's just always been, you know, he's a hustler, dog. I never trip. He goes to somewhere else. You know, he always finds his deals and works things out. And he's just, we're a lot alike. And, um... Damn, there's some things I would love to say, but I can't. Not about him, I'm just saying, and it, it, it just made me think. But yes, yeah, Scott came by the store. He's a dope dude, and he's a great dad, a great parent. And so anyways, man, getting into it. Friday, um, we decided to hit the Americana. Uh, shout out to Tony and Jake from the Crusoe Group for always holding me down, he always hold my family down, and just, you know, uh, we love that place. My uncle owns the Wetzel's Pretzels there, so if you're ever there go to the kiosk, it's like, you know, like a little hut at the Americana in front of the movie theater and say hi to Tak. Tak, T-A-K. That's a Korean name. In fact, that, uh, I got two uncles named Tak. It's fucking weird. But yeah, we ate at Cheesecake Factory because that's London's favorite place because they have his favorite mac and cheese. No tree nuts, no peanuts, no allergies. And it's just pretty good. <laughs> and they just got so much shit to eat there. It's like the Barney's New York of restaurants, but not as fancy. Sidebar, man, Fuck. Rest in peace, Barney's. Um, I cannot believe that they're gone. That is fucking insane. Um, it is beyond a fashion institution. It is just Barney's is just like a whole different. I don't even know what to say. It's like I've been going there for so fucking long since they started, and the Beverly Hills location is just like the the restaurant upstairs, and they turned Fred's, which is okay. The OG restaurant was better, but I just had so many like. If I ever needed any, like, fuck watching Instagram or anything. If I just needed to get some fashion shit, I'll pull up in fucking Barney's and just, you know. um, <sighs> San Francisco location is super dope. A lot of good love, man, out there. There's just too much. I don't want to get into it too long, but, damn, it sucks, man. It really does suck. I don't know what's going to take its place. We don't really have a Harvey Nichols or like a Isatan or Lane Crawford here, none of like that. Just a different level of shit, man. It's just dope. You know, I guess I have to hit Fred Siegel more often. But uh, anyways, going back to Cheesecake Factory, no matter what mood you're in for, whatever kind of food you you want or whatever they have it, like, they just they have a crazy happy hour, which I even know half off. Get the motherfucking fried chicken sliders and shits off the chain. Um, the fucking the avocado egg rolls and just the buffalo blast shits crazy man. They got crazy appetizers as out of the fucking world. Appetizer game is crazy as hell. Um, They even got vegan food now Their breakfast is legit as fuck I'm not gonna lie to you I didn't find out about the breakfast until like three years ago What I'm trying to say is I will not take any cheesecakes factory slander Period But I had chicken teriyaki Of all fucking things And it was fucking good I don't know what to say Um, Been going there now for over 35 years And out of all the Crusoe properties Americana definitely has the best food Even though the Grove recently got some spots Okay that oxtail fried rice and that fucking fried chicken at blue ribbon is just phenomenal then you also got farmer's market next to the grove but that's not in the grove you know what i'm saying but i don't need the oxtail fried rice anymore but that shit is ridiculous delectable like I, in fact i might try to get it without the oxtail um it's so cold but uh yeah no they got cheesecake factory at fucking the, the grove but they got i remember i used to go there with drake back in 09 forest come situation um The Americana has fucking uh, Amici, the fucking Food's Fire, DeLuca's, Deli, they got fucking um, other tapas bar, I forgot the fuck it's called, Katsuya's obviously there, what else, Um, the cafe inside the fucking, uh, the Nordstrom there, I forgot the fuck it's called too, I don't know man, it it is, it's just, the Americana's just my shit, and um, we always hit the Barnes and Nobles there, and uh, the Barnes and Nobles, the Grove is dope too, but it doesn't have the same view, You know, the Americana's much more polished, it's dope, I actually want to fucking live there, but my wife wasn't having it, and uh, the Barnes and Nobles, you know, we go there. Um, the kids love books. They have tons of books. And then, you know, while they're looking at books and playing, and I have either my mother-in-law watch them or whatever, or my wife, um, I go grab a little fucking, uh, like, a strawberry cheesecake or some shit from Starbucks, you know. But I really do need to come back to that Americana more often. Um, it's, like, our favorite pastime for our family the tree lighting is coming up and it's like a crazy event now. Shit's like fucking 40,000, 50,000 people. show. it's really nuts. And the city is fully behind it now. It's like the official city's holiday launch event. You know, they like the Christmas tree. It's fucking, the tree is fucking beautiful. I love Glendale, period. It's crazy. Glen, it's just like, you know, it's super safe. The cops fucking hate everyone trying to have fun. And um, I, I don't know. And you know I don't really like the police I think people know I'm not really down with law enforcement But Glendale's dope because it keeps Everyone safe And you don't see a lot of fuckery there There's been some weird incidents that I won't mention Whatever I don't want to say anything bad about the city um, I fuck with it heavy Yeah so anyways Saturday I met up with these cats early on um, Before I got my, my like real day started But set up. I met up with these guys From Boston called the Super Smash Brothers um, Some Nigerian cats uh, Shout out to Muji. I think they grew up in Boston. I don't know, man. They're cool as fuck. They DJ and they produce. They make beats. And they're super chill. And the reason why I met up with these cats is one of the dudes, Mui, he took a pic of himself wearing a do-rag. And he had his glasses tilted. And it was like it was like a, a blurry pic. And it just went fucking viral as hell. The shit went super viral. And it went so viral. Homicide sent me the pic. Every time there's a viral pic, it's it's rare that I get it first. Homicide gets it and he sends it to me. And um, I've used that pick so many fucking times as my mood and my fucking WhatsApp profile pick And like, um, I don't know, man. He put that image on a tee and he gave it to me last year at Complex Con, And um, I was like waiting for a special moment to wear it, but I don't really wear black shirts. And so this year he made me a white tee version of it. And these guys are just cool as fuck, man. Shout out to Super Smash Brothers out of the 617 out of Boston. Young cats, like, you know, in their early 20s, but they super respectful. So, Saturday was a planned day. I had to get over to uh, ASAP Rocky's crib to go over a big project. Um, Rocky, as uh, he's had permanent diamonds in his teeth already, but he kind of had them like in a cluster way. And it was kind of like a different thing. I don't know. And um, I forgot who did them. It didn't really matter. But we haven't rocked in a minute on a, on a project. And this is something we need to get fucking rocking with. So, spent like two, three hours going over ideas. And this motherfucker, you already know, ASAP Rocky's so goddamn creative. And we always reminisce over shit um every time i'm on the phone with rocky or I facetime him or assistant somebody he's on facetime with tyler and tyler just be on that man good for tyler though you know <laughs> i got nothing wrong with tyler it's just i want to punch him in his fucking mouth um i've known him for so goddamn long uh but yeah rocky's a real detailed serious artistic type dude so we're going over these girls we gotta change the game we gotta do some other shit He's also doing permanent teeth. So, you know, we're doing like a half and half. Can't really explain too much about it. But, you know, AUG shit, AUG business, going into my Saturday. I was there for a few hours, you know, chilling. Motherfucker got the Supreme motorcycle, the dirt bike. It seems like every single person I know got that dirt bike. I didn't ask for it and I didn't try to go get it. But now I'm kind of like, damn, I wish I got that bitch, you know. Um, tell you the truth now, now I think about it, damn, I really do wish, you know, I might get a dirt bike. Cause my wife can't say shit. she's just a dirt bike in the neighborhood and I don't know. Anyways, so yo, <laughs> did my AUG shit with with Rocky. And um, so I'm rushing home to go watch this fucking KSI Logan Paul fight. And then, you know, like, first of all, I didn't want to pay for it, didn't know whatever, and I didn't really care because it wasn't an easy stream. I couldn't just go to the cable or to fucking YouTube and be like, yo, listen, boom, how much is it? Okay, cool. So I decided to get a stream and I'm watching these underca- undercards, and I'm like, wait a second. Steve, my boy, Steve Spolossi, who is the head of Crep Protect. By the way, Crep Protect is a sponsor of the Behind the Baller podcast. In fact, this episode today is brought to you by Crep Protect. But anyways, he tells me the fucking fight starts at three or six. So I don't know. He got his whole shit. I don't know if he had London time. And that is not even correct London time. It's not even correct um, fucking New York time. I don't know what the fuck. It, it just was, it threw me off. So I got home at 6 thinking I'm about to watch this bitch I hit the world star group chat Trying to find a stream boom hit the stream That motherfucker just goes off After a couple times like listen man how the fuck do I buy This fucking thing so I Go and fucking finally buy this shit And I Email because I don't want to If I text it's too quick but I emailed Steve and I'm like I know you're in town With your son I know you're showing him a good time And you're a big Manchester hooligan motherfucker But I'm going to fuck you up because I'm fucking sitting here watching these bullshit-ass undercards. Everything about this fight, besides it being at Staples Center and besides that Michael Buffer was was the announcer and besides that, uh, what's-his-face, Reese or niece the fucking referee is legit. Everyone else is just bullshit. Even the fucking dude is supposed to be the future, there was a fucking undercard fight where I forgot what the dude's name was, but he's supposed to be the next Floyd Mayweather, whatever it is, you know, or the future of boxing. He waited. He had fighting some fucking bum ass clown bum motherfucker. I don't give a fuck if he got the fight two weeks ago. This shit went all the way to the distance. It was trash. It was just fucking. I had, I had a headache. Um, it it just was just fucking. It was just it was just terrible. And um, but the thing I will say is, it's good to see. This is how how big it is for celebrities to fight. You know what I mean? And like they're getting celebs to fight. And I do want to see that. Catch me outside, girl. And, uh, whoa, Vicky fight. And people are like, yo, first of all, even if you don't know who the fuck they are, someone knows, you know, knows them. I don't give a fuck how cool or how, how disconnected you are. I really got nothing against the Catch Me Outside girl. You know, she's always been super cool. She's DM'd me before, hey, do some jewelry and whatever. I never really rock with her. I took a picture with her at Rolling Loud one time. Whoa, chick, whoa Vicky chick is, I don't know what the fuck it is. I just want to, I just, ugh. Speaking of Americana, I seen her there. I just, ugh, something about her just... It just and I'm sure people say the same about saying about me, but you know what? I have so much more depth that can back up everything, and I don't give a fuck at the same time. But back to the fight, this shit was terrible. It was six rounds. It's nothing that you want to watch even on, on later. I'm just trying to save you guys right now. I don't remember if it was Logan Paul, if it was Jake Paul, which one of the fuck it was that fucked up that had that incident with the fucking in the suicide park in, in Japan that fucked me up and i was like man this is fucking stupid man he lost a lot of f- sponsors whatever and he's bounced back whatever and i know dude makes a gang of paper he makes like 10 15 20 million dollars a year whatever but um, him and his brother a uh, couple people reached out to me my boy brandon reached out to me but a couple like you know major like social media influencer manager type people they hit me up like oh yeah they want to get some jewelry done they want to get ice they want to get chains and i was like yeah dog i can't be i can't be no i can't be a part of that period I want to know parts of this. And uh, I did my fucking Randy Jackson. I was like, yeah, that's going to be a no from me, dog. But, you know, I've heard that they're cool here and there, but I just I couldn't, I couldn't, I just couldn't, you know. I, my thing now is I say more, well, I'm sorry, I don't say more. I say no to 99% of the jobs for jewelry. I just don't want to do it. And there's other things. And But with them specifically, I always got that Johnny, you know, Johnny from Karate Kid, from Kobo Kai. I just got that vibe about Logan Paul. I just, I just, I, and I hated Johnny, and I fucking hated Cobra Kai because I was always the underdog. You know what I'm saying? It came from the poor, or the, you know, I would say poor family. Not, not necessarily. You know, we were lower middle class, whatever. But we were like, when you go to Beverly Hills and everything else, it's like so spread and so far apart. I just, I just didn't like the motherfuckers. You know what I mean? But, um, anyways, KSI won by split decision. There was like a slight controversy over the points taken away here and there so what happened was ksi um in uh the third round or second round i think he hit logan paul in the head on the side of his head knocked him down the referee didn't call it a knockdown but ksi won that round anyway the next round uh jake logan paul hit ksi with a, a shot with a jab or a fucking uppercut and it knocked ksi down the only thing was KSI went down for real and then he hit him in the back of the head after duel was already down so what they did was they took two points away from Jake Paul which is even way worse and or fucking uh, Logan Paul what the fuck his name is and it doesn't really fucking matter it, it wouldn't have mattered because they fucked up on the other things so they're trying to talk to commission right now to take the fucking two points back but then they would have lost a point then it had been a draw bottom line is this fight, this fight was trash as fuck um, them dudes were really in good shape, you know they' they're younger dudes in good shape they trained, but they just couldn't fight for shit okay like it was just fucking terrible. To be honest with you, there was a fucking viral video of some 60 year old lady getting fucking body slammed in a parking lot at a Popeyes chicken by an employee because she dropped the n-word like 40 times at him. And it was definitely overdosed. Listen, man, I nobody hates a racist more than me. Nobody hates a bully more than me. Nobody hates a motherfucker that starts shit more than me. A troll, whatever it is. I think she could have got a real bad slap. It had been cool, but the way he body slammed it, was like, damn, fuck. Now, if she killed the kids or did something even worse, now the word is terrible, I get it, but it's just the way he, it was just crazy. That body slam at Popeye's Chicken parking lot was 100 times more entertaining, more exciting than this fight. And uh, I don't give a fuck about the 20 bucks you know, big fucking deal. And my postmates, I ain't tripping on that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but um, the post fight interview is what changed my mind about Logan. And um, he just said some shit, man. He was—he he was all right, you know. If it feels the cameras I can't really tell, but seemed pretty genuine to me. And I kind of changed. You know, you know, you know—you you never know, right? It, you just someone could say the right thing and be like, "All right, well, boom, there it is. You redeem yourself. You save yourself." If you ever wanted to jump on the pod, I have him on. I'm tripping and vice versa i heard he had a podcast too so you know i go on there and talk my shit see what he had to talk about see what kind of questions they'd have for me um logan paul's brother i don't know if the the ball i don't know who's older jake or logan i don't know who the fuck which which is which but uh jake paul's fiance tana she follows me and she's always been really nice and respectful and i don't even know what i've never met her before so i don't really know i know she's down Mahomie, um adam 22 and i think she used to she used to hang out with mac miller back in the day and um she hit me up, she's like, y'all wanna get on your podcast and I don't know shit about her, but, you know, maybe that'd be a good reason To get her on there So, um, anyways Let me get to a little break Real quick, um, yo, Miles, man Throw on a little Lakey B for me And, uh, we'll be right back Thank you to our friends at Quip for the endorsement. Everyone needs white teeth, and Quip will help you simplify your morning and evening with their electric toothbrush. When you think electric toothbrush, you may jump to thinking pricey luxury. That's because most brands focus on flashy, unnecessary gimmicks instead of building correct brushing habits. That's why Quip was invented, to help you brush better with only the features that matter. This toothbrush has a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides and help you clean your entire mouth evenly. Up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or don't clean evenly. Brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for five bucks. A friendly reminder when it's time for a refresh and to stay committed to your oral health. Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals and they have thousands of verified five-star reviews. I love Quip because it makes my life easier and it keeps my teeth pearly white. That's why I love Quip and why it's perfect for getting back into a routine. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com forward slash baller right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack for free at com slash baller. And so we are back behind the baller podcast um, in stereo sound. This is a Dust Brothers production. That is Miles Davis and Jordan Winter. Um, so I didn't go to the fight And I know uh, Justin Bieber was there And uh, Wiz Khalifa and whatever And I wanted to go to the fight I was going to go My boy Steve Spelassi was there And, um, you know, that's CREP Protect fam Um, Anyways, you know, anytime I do hit a big event like that Or anywhere like that I got to have CREP Protect quick wipes on me That's like a fact, straight up Okay I always had them little wipes on me because I keep my kicks clean. I I don't like them dirty. I always keep them clean. Thank God for them things. They're lifesavers. They're travel size. I keep them in my bag, my backpack, my cars, everything. And thank God for Crep Protect, rain and stain sealant because I got sriracha on my Travis Scott Ones at fucking, um, at Cheesecake Factory the night and that shit went right the fuck off. Um, Didn't go through, didn't even go through to my sock and I had sriracha spilled that motherfucker. Boom, right on there, suede and everything. Shit was lit beautiful Crep protect is the truth and again they are a sponsor official sponsor of the behind the baller podcast um so after the fight fight ended at like 10 something um bella thorne um she's an actress right she's a child actress or whatever i know she's famous and she's an actress i don't know why she's so fucking famous she's, she's got like 30 million followers on instagram um she hit my dms like a week or two ago She wanted to get some grills done And um, I, I might fuck with her You know I, It was just an interesting Weird thing And it's like One of them crap shoots Boom she Tossed the dice And you know She was super cool She hit me first too Started following me So she hit me up And she invited me to her house um, She had this Thanksgiving party Like dank You know Like weed Alright So some of you motherfuckers Not might not, not get that So she literally had A crazy ass Marijuana Conference summit Inside her fucking crib Like <laughs> I don't know. You know, there was a gate and everything. There was security and made you sign NDAs and everything. I asked if it was cool to mention on the pod. She said it was cool, but it was low key lit. Um, she was super cool, sweet girl. Um, everyone smoking, chilling. There was some VVS pen competitors. I hand out some VVS regardless. There was uh, all kinds of shit. They had glass there. You know, like like fucking dabs. It was it was really crazy. Um, I, um, my man Kevin Wong was there. He's like the up and coming big photographer. He was shooting a lot of hip hop cats, but I think he's jumping in the paparazzi game and doing other things. Talented dude. He shot Ryder's first birthday. He shot my cars a bunch of times. But Kevin Wong is always on the come up man. Shout out to my boy Kevin Wong. Um I met Lil Xan there. And I never really had any opinion about little Xan just he's a young cat. Didn't really think too much, you know. And I always figure I said, listen to him. if I meet this cat, I'll know off top boom, if it's love is not. Right. If, if it's love, is is it is it what is it? You know, and um I met dude and uh, he, I guess his manager or his crew, they were there like, hey man, you want to meet Diego? And I was like, who the fuck is Diego? Like, you know, I didn't know his name was Diego. And another thing I didn't know is that he's from the Dino, all right? Just like my boy Dylan. And uh, he's from San Bernardino. San Bernardino is, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Shit is a motherfucking fucked up ass area. Um, it ain't no joke, bro. It's one of the towns that kind of like gone bankrupt in, in SoCal. And they're on their own county, so it's not LA County. It's the Inland Empire, but it's like a different thing. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know? So I kind of understood Zan a little bit more. Now I see where he's from, and um, super respectful, dope-ass kid. You know, he's, he's, he's young, 23, looks like he's 16. I gave him some VVS syrup. I told him to be careful. Um, I felt washed up, so I left. You know what I'm saying? Came home, ordered some more Postmates. Postmates kind of was the win for the weekend. That's for damn sure. And, and it just was, um, in fact, um, this morning, I post Postmates McDonald's Had to get my motherfucking McDonald's breakfast and the Kids go crazy for the hash browns And uh, yeah no I mean that was that was it For Saturday night my shit was washed You know what I'm saying It was like fuck that Sunday I was like yo listen I'm gonna sleep in I'm just gonna fucking sleep in I don't know what the fuck happened I wake up Riders on my chest On top of my chest I wake up And my kids have always had You know it's just been babies Babies have breath, good breath It smells like coffee Doesn't really matter and now Rider's breath was like dragon breath. For real, wakes up. He's like, it's like six fifteen in the morning, or it might have even been five thirty. It was dark outside still. He's like, "Daddy, I gotta go pee." And I'm like, "Then go fucking pee." God damn, you a grown, you a big ass kid. He's big as fuck. So I didn't get to sleep in. Ordered some motherfucking McDonald's Postmates, and um, didn't fucking realize that we had our fucking family day, Sunday family day. And I'm like, fuck, I got to fucking, you know, I got to suck it up. So, you know, we hit our favorite, well, the kids' favorite breakfast spot. They had the best Belgian waffle you could possibly get. No tree nuts, no peanuts, no allergies and shit in there and everything else. Got to get my motherfucking uh, ice vanilla latte to get my day right. And I get an email from the hotel that we're staying at. And the hotel we're staying at is where the Seahawks are staying at. And I've never got an email like this in my entire fucking life this shit said, we have to announce that we would like to tell you a little bit about the area and the city and everything else. I'm like, motherfucker, San Jose, I mean, Santa Clara, whatever, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this shit is crazy. It's such an insane game that's coming up that one, it's the most expensive tickets in the history of Levi Stadium. There's seats up in the upper fucking levels, like near nosebleeds for 300 bucks, All right? That's fucking crazy. And I've been planning this shit for a long time when tickets fucking three, four rows from the field were $300. So this shit's gone way crazy for NFL game. This is definitely the top two, if not the, this is the biggest game in the fucking season so far. Fuck that. What? Who the fuck am I kidding? This is the biggest game of this NFL season right now. Seattle Seahawks, San Francisco 49ers. I cannot motherfucking wait. I'm so fucking nervous. Um, You know, our team is healthy. Our squad's ready. I talked to Quentin Jefferson before the game. As you know, Tyler Lockett won the motherfucking Snickers chain. All right, he is the NFL hungriest player of the week. I'm so fucking hyped. I face with fucking um with Tyler. We got to talk a bit. Um, you know, he's not with the the Ben Baller behavior. He's more with the Ben humble behavior. He's he's uh, So the religious dude, very solid, very, it's just a good guy, man. Dude is is a small dude. He's smaller than me. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'd be super small for the NFL, you know, but I might have 20 pounds on Tyler, but, um, I'm so fucking hyped about this thing. The email from the hotel said, please avoid from going to and from the hotel between 2 PM and 10 PM. I'm like, motherfucker, what? So thank God I ain't got to worry about none of that shit. Cause I'm already here in motherfucking santana row so this shit's on some whole other shit um again i never had an email like that before they're just talking about crowd control and everything else and this shit is just i don't know man and just i think the whole fucking world is just going fucking crazy just the whole popeye chicken shit i'm going back to that again popeye's chicken bro listen man i thought fi- they follow me on social media and i remember like I, I thought it was crazy, and then you really go to, like, random places. You can go to Glendale and, like, go to just anywhere there's a Popeye's chicken and there's fucking 50, 60 people outside. And you're like, yo, finally I get some, right? Postmates of all places got me some. They were like, they text me, like, yo, it's going to be an hour, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck how long it is. I got the chicken sandwich. Let me tell you something real quick. It is trash. It Well, say it's just a regular ass sandwich, you know? It's better than a McChicken. Um, it's better than the Jack in the Box chicken sandwich, but it's just like, it's not, it's not Chick-fil-A on a good day. It's not even Shake Shack chicken sandwich on a good day. I don't know. You know, there's some really good chicken sandwiches out there, but people are just tripping to begin fights and shit. Motherfuckers getting stabbed. People getting killed at fucking Popeye's over this shit. Speaking of overrated, man, listen, I fuck with the Bay. I don't really consider San Jose the Bay, but it is what it is. Um, Santana bro is overrated bro It's not the Americana It's not the Grove And I know it's like a street I know all these crazy exotics and the Silicon Valley people are dead, But like there's nothing On Santana bro that's lit There's no food on here that On this street that's good um, The nicest hotel they got in the area Is this hotel um, The Hotel Valencia I'm not a big fan of the hotel That shit ain't really that lit either um, There's some small little trinket spots And everything But other than that like They got a Gucci whatever But like Valley Fair Mall I won't lie to you I'll fuck with it I've, Din tai Fung is better than anything that's on Santana Road. Like, I'm not a big fan of Yard House. It's cool. It's not as good as Cheesecake Factory. There's like a steakhouse place. There's other spot. It's just overrated. It's not. I'm not really fucking with it. It's not really my thing. Is what I'm trying to get into. But going back to my morning, we had our breakfast, and then um, you know, I got to watch a little football. I passed down, took a motherfucking nap, and then we hit Target. And my kids love going to Target. And had to get some random ass domestic shit. And as we're leaving, I see a motherfucking Christmas tree lot. Like the the vendors are out. And I'm like, yo, bro, it's not even fucking Thanksgiving. I'm not putting up no motherfucking tree right now. You guys are bugging. It's way too early, man, for that shit. Shit is crazy. Uh, the kids had a birthday party to go to, so we did that. I'm just like, I'm like, yo, I had daddy gang like a motherfucker. And um, finally got to get some rest. Designer Con is coming up. I didn't. I missed it last year, but the people reached out to me. So you know what that means? Exclusive Bare bricks. It is in Anaheim. I forgot what the fucking day is, but it's at the Anaheim Convention Center or the the Anaheim fucking some shit. It's an Anaheim Designer Con. They're gonna have two or three super rare one thousand percent Bare bricks. So I know I got two coming to add to the wall. One of them is an the Andy Warhol. That's fucking fresh as fuck. I just got this BBC Astronaut Mickey Mouse Bear Brick 1000%. Shit is lit as a motherfucker. Um, right about now, about to go use them gold Dave & Buster cards I got. Yes, I have gold. And I also got a black version. I got a black card. Um, speaking of black cards, I finally got approved for Amex. Well, I got invited for Amex Black. But we'll get into that later. It's not fucking important. Whatever. My credit is good. I've already bragged about it. That's something I brag about. I love and I'm proud of. But... Yeah, man, my man Johnny, Johnny Vu over at Lion Credit Card, he uh made a gold rechargeable power card for Dave and & Buster's, and that motherfucker slides. It works. It don't use the tap, but I don't give a fuck. Shit's so lit. Having this gold card is fucking super dope. Um, earlier before I caught my flight, I caught Love Jones and um the movie Love Jones with a, uh, Lorenz Tate, and God damn, what the fuck is her name from mother, fucking. God damn, what is her name? I, I I refuse. I will not let you guys, I, I will not, Nia Long. Love Jones is a great fucking movie. Classic fucking movie. Might have to buy it on stream. I rented it. Um, It's on Netflix for free. And um, Nia Long and Lorenz Tate movies, dope ass fucking movie is poetry. Just the whole shit was fucking fresh. I do want to get an episode about my top 100 films, at least my top 50, because you know, I'm a film buff and I still haven't seen fucking The Irishman yet. Um, The Irishman, though, I am going to see it this week. I'm going to go see what my man Jordan Winter for The Dust Brothers. What else is there? I am going to get into a car episode. We are going to, I mean, we, we did two car episodes, but I'm going to get one entire episode talking about all the cars I've had. They're in the 40 something, maybe 50 cars I've had in my lifetime. Talk about every car that I, you know, that I've owned, what I liked, what was my favorite, what's the favorite car I've ever driven, ever been in, um, and all that. Um, by the way, if you guys have you tried to book me on that cameo app for shout outs, and like I said, there's some major celebrities on there. Um, I forgot what the fuck that girl's name is from Real Housewives of New York, but she came like a billionaire. I forgot what the fuck her name was. Anyways, Cameo is an app that you find celebrities to do videos for you and everything else. And I realized that I started getting a lot of bookings because my videos were a hundred bucks and then people hit me for business shit and everything. I'm like, listen, man, between me and you, just so you guys know, I don't do a lot of paid ads, but when I do paid ads, people are breaking me off 25, 30 bands, some up, up to 45, 50,000 for an entire like post package. Right. So just know that's what I'm getting paid to do a post. Like, so I'm not doing it unless it's organic or it fits in my, my world and everything else. So hundred dollars for it, you know, just to shout you out. It's cool. I had to change that shit. I changed it to like 400 or something. 375 400 and it might go up but understand i don't care if i don't get booked on there but know that i move product you know i help brands out um again i mentioned you know i'm with i'm with excel sports management now you know they manage fucking tiger woods you know fucking Derek jeter all the major motherfuckers so if you do want to shout out and you want a personal shout out to your homies whatever else it could be a small bit but if it's like jewelry or or, or weed, cannabis shit I, I can't do it If it's like a liquor brand I can't do it Anything like that I can't But if you got some shit Like you got an ice cream shop You know blah blah Whatever Something cool You know whatever Push the culture Let me know man Go on to Cameo um, And search on the Ben Baller You know and, and you can get a shout out From me for super cheap And yo That is the weekend wrap up I'm so fucking excited About this fucking game This Monday Night Football game Is gonna be fucking crazy Because If we win Then San Francisco is going to try to get revenge and payback on December 29th in Seattle. And that's the other game I'm going to. Every other game in between, I'm out of town. And my schedule is on my Instagram story, you know. So the Wash Life Tour continues. I'm going to, when it's all said and done, 2019, I'm going to have 106, 110 flights under my belt this year, which is fucking insanity. But yeah, and if we lose, which I, you know, I hope we don't, I think we, all, we, good. I think we got a good shot. It's going to be a good game. Then we get payback at home. We got a crazy schedule. A lot of football left. Listen, I love all you people so much. Thank you for the videos and the locations of where you guys are listening to Behind the Baller. Um, we're going to make some new merch soon. But right about now, the Dust Brothers are going to exit us out of here. Let me get that lakey lake. All right, y'all. Peace.